0: I'm Jane Schwartz, and welcome to the Real Podcast. I'm a certified professional life coach and a regular person on my own personal growth journey. I've worked with people in the service field for over 25 years and I have coached many people to create a more satisfying and meaningful life. I've also overcome tremendous personal obstacles and built the life of my dreams. The personal growth journey is about committing to a lifetime of learning and empowering yourself to make changes that will bring you closer to your dreams. You can activate your full potential and a better, brighter future through commitment to your own personal growth process. Although your journey is yours to travel alone, on The Real, I will cultivate conversations about real topics, that can help guide and motivate you on your personal growth journey and help improve your physical, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, social and financial health. So join me on The Real and learn how to embrace and harness your full potential to transform your life and the lives of others. Hi, today we are with Dr. Elisa Berger, who is one of the managing partners at Cross Country Computer, a direct marketing service bureau on Long Island. This mother of four girls earned her PhD in applied research psychology at Hofstra University. She enjoys spending free time with her family, and she and her husband of 15 years do most everything together, including work, exercise, travel, and attending concerts and plays. This is a fascinating conversation with Dr. Berger, so please enjoy the podcast.
1: So hi, Elisa. Thank you so much for joining me and uh, sharing your personal vision and your world vision with us.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Okay, first I want to start out with my definition of what a personal vision is, and then I wanted you to share, like, how how you've established your personal vision and what that personal vision might be, and how it served you. So I kind of foresee the personal vision as something we take about, you know, a vision of our life based on who we are, our skills, our talents, our experiences, and then who we want to be, right? It's not just who we are, but who we want to strive to be and what we like, what we want, and where we want to be in life. So how have you, how, how have you established your personal vision?
2: You know, I think it started – a lot many years ago, right? I, I did have a vision for myself um when I was a kid. I used to always um you know have to ask my dad for money or, you know, beg him for <laughs> the things that I wanted. And, you know, I'm like, I'm not doing this my whole life. I'm I'm gonna be, you know, independent and making my own money. So even as a kid I'd envision, you know, like what kind of house would I have? I'd have this dinner party. And it'd be this like long table that you see in the, uh, you know, movies uh, that has, you know, probably you would see a lot of uh, in royalty, that kind of right, thing. Right, like, right. Like this really long table. Yeah. Um, and With I the just, candlesticks you know, and everything. <laughs> yeah. And the china and the high back chairs and the whole yeah. thing. And I just yeah. like, I any, I would always think about that. And that was kind of like, this is going to be where I'm going to be. I'm going to be independent. And, you know, my vision kind of, you know, I, how I was going to get there, I wasn't 100% sure. I made a couple of stops along the way. At first I thought, okay, I'm going to go into psychology. And I actually did major in psychology um, and graduated with a, a doctorate in psychology. But I... Um, wow. Yeah. I, I The focus, though, was on... Um, clinical psychology. And then ultimately, I made the turn into business, because I decided I really liked the business world was a better fit for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I just saw things along my path that really reinforced this vision of independence, I need to be independent, independent. Um, I, I saw my mom unable to get divorced, because she didn't have she wasn't financially independent. I saw um, when I was getting divorced for the first time, um, you know, the only time um, (laughs) that, uh, you know, my lawyer said to me, Oh, you're lucky that you can afford to be or afford to get divorced. So I know there's this whole theme has always been with me my whole life about independence and especially as a woman. And so for me, that is, part of the, my personal vision. And it's also a vision that I try to instill in uh, my four daughters. Um, I'm glad to say my, my daughter now at age 26 is independent. I used to be afraid, you know, if I went traveling on vacation, that God forbid something happened to me, I had to have a list of numbers she could call immediately to get money to, you know, to survive and pay the bills. And I just like this overburden of making sure she, you know, was okay. um, You Mm -hmm. know, especially when we were on our own. Um, So
1: So you were a single mom.
2: I was a single mom for five years. And, uh, you know, I was proud to say that, you know, when uh, I got divorced, I had $4,000 in a college savings fund for her. And somehow, by myself, I was able to pay for her whole whole college. And that was a big accomplishment for me. Mm -hmm. And also, it enabled, you know, because I I have this big need to make all the ladies in my life independent and self-sufficient. So I'm doing that now with my stepdaughters, as well as uh, glad to see my finished product, which is my 26 year old who is also uh, in that way. So anytime that, you know, so for myself right at 55, um, I have, you know, climbed the corporate ladder, um, did that and then moved to uh, being part of a partner with my husband at cross country computer, uh, which was in the same industry. I didn't really. And you're running that that now, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: So that's, that's a major accomplishment as well.
2: Yes. And I always find, too, that you make your job what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I first, you know, I'm, I'm, I have an analytical background. So when I left my uh, job at Epsilon as a VP of analytics, um, I came over to cross country and they didn't have much in the way of data to even analyze but I've been there 15 years now and we've got lots of data to analyze (laughs) and I've, you know, uh, lots of accounts. I'm actually doing exactly what I wanted to do, but it's like, you know, you have to uh, bloom where you're planted, that kind of thing. (laughs) And as life, you know, I was, uh, yeah. So you've got to, you know, you've got to uh, make it, it what you want it to be and Mm -hmm. work hard to get there. There's no free rides. There's nothing like that. There's nothing short of hard work. Um, I've always my motto and I think my reputation has been uh, that everything in the company I feel as a reflection on me, how the company operates, how we deliver customer service. If there's a mistake, it's all a reflection. So, you know, I insert myself um, and my guarantees, or you know uh, how we deal with problems, those kinds of things, uh, make sure to get involved with the resolution of everything. So it's you know you have to be there. You, your word has to mean something, and right. your reputation has to mean something. It's not about as a
1: woman too. Yeah. I think it's very hard to establish a good reputation and. You know, authority. How how has that been for you?
2: Um, you know, I feel like I've never tried to lead through, uh, you know, demanding things. Mm-hmm. I've tried to lead by example and lead by, um, you know, having people follow my lead because they believe that what I'm doing is the right thing, or they have a respect for me. So that's what I've worked hard to establish is respect of the people that who were my peers, superiors, and at all levels. And to always keep in mind that you can learn something from everyone. Right. Never think that you're better than anyone. Right. I mean, you're, we're all on this earth. We're all equal. It's, just a matter of what can you learn from every person and I have found you can learn something from everyone. Oh my gosh, I love this.
1: I wrote down this quote actually. <clears throat> it's kind of like my mantra. It says, Learn from all, judge no one, be kind to all, and say thank you. <laughs> yeah. Those <that's laughs> those are good rules, right? That now, is let a me great ask one. You this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um vision our vision, our, our personal vision is constantly changing, right? We get new information, we get new knowledge, we have new experiences. Whatever it may be that changes our vision, it's always changing and evolving. With um, how has your vision evolved over the years?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good question. So, I mean, I never thought I was going to be an entrepreneur. I always liked the security of having – you know, working for a company where I didn't have to worry about the bigger, you know, picture, and I was getting my paycheck. But then, you know, when I now that I'm in this role of uh, running and partnering at, at Cross Country, you know, I really see it in a different way, and I don't, I don't think I could go back at that point. So that's one thing that's changed. But also, too, um, over time, um, I've been able to you know, it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Once you've got certain things in place, you can start thinking about other things. And now that I've, you know, um, gotten certain financial things in place and I've paid for college and things like that, that I'm thinking more, um, you know, of helping others. And so that's been more of a focus these days. But I mean, you know, um, so every... Uh you know, right, to, your kids going, are getting older
1: and right. they're going out of the house and now you have more time and yeah. you know, so and self-improvement
2: where... too. So that that's been another focus, different areas of self improvement. So, all right, you know, like focusing it's gonna sound so basic, but like uh upping my skin routine game, you know, making sure um I'm taking care of my own health and you know, um it, Combating the aging process or whatever is they're right. dealing with all of that as well, so that's part of the things that have changed, you know just physical changes and actual changes in who i 'm surrounded by as people leave the nest, those kinds of things mm-hmm. cool now,
1: our vision is there to guide us in developing our personal strategy, short term, intermediate and long term goals, right? so you have a vision. And I find having a vision for myself was really helpful. I established a purpose for my life. I um, identified values and character traits that I wanted to strive for. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Um,
1: I had a vision of success in my personal life and my career and professional life. And I also added to it what I can contribute to the world. So as my as i've um established this vision i feel that it guides my decisions it guides my behavior now that i have a, a vision of what my life is going to be like it it helps me make decisions much easier because i know where i'm going so there mm-hmm. all my decisions are aligned and it it makes it makes for a better
2: plan right yeah oh definitely i mean that's a great way thing can be I mean when you think about your daily life you don't think about as many major decisions you know at a certain point in time that come up uh going left instead of going right that kind of thing it's there's less of that than maybe when you're in your 20s and you're making big decisions about what to study where your first job will be and how you know um so I'm kind of baked in a lot of ways <laughs> this cake is baked in a lot of but, you know, so for me, my vision is just, you know, like trying to pick things to kind of reinvent myself in some respects, like now, okay, well, I'm not, you know, everybody's in college, or, or out of college, and, you know, now what, and so right. uh, trying to figure out what the back nine looks like. Um, and it's definitely gonna, I'm gonna personally be working You know, I always say I'm going to work till, you know, I can't work. And then um, because I think that's important to keep your mind active. And that's, you know, I guess a vision for myself is not being a couch potato or, you know, just I just think inactivity of mind and body is something that's part then of my vision um, always. And um, yeah. What do you... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's that's it. Oh, okay.
1: Um, what do you think holds most people back from creating and realizing their personal vision?
2: I, honestly, I feel like sometimes people say words that of what they want and what they hope their lives will be, but they don't look at themselves introspectively and take a hard look at their actions. Mm-hmm. Just, and the actions and the words don't necessarily line up uh, with with it. So right. I think that's, they have to be in line. You know, like you said, you have a vision and it makes your decisions easier. Right. But I think a lot of people don't align their actions right. with right. Their Maybe vision. they don't think long-term enough? I, I guess. Maybe they're just thinking for the moment. I, I, my favorite, uh, the kids. Their favorite expression is later. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, can you uh, please pick this up? Yeah, I'll do it later. You come back. It's never done. You know, later <laughs> never comes. And I think that is forget later. There's only now and <laughs> do it now. So that's, 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 you know, that's a big thing is, yeah, later yeah. is the worst enemy. Yeah. Now, now is what we want, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to say, what am I going to do now? You know, uh, you you just have to, uh, sometimes when I'm thinking about, you know, like you just have to think of what is the grand thing that will make a difference? Like say I want to close a deal at work, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, a sale or something and we're up against somebody else. And I I say to myself, okay, um, what, If I was that person, what would I want to hear or what could I hear that would make a difference and make this a no-brainer for them? And then I craft something or offer something that's, you know, more out of the box, uh, puts a little more, you know, know, a skin in the game, right? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, that they, it's an offer they can't refuse. So that's like the whole thing is about your life. You have to just say, well, how am I going to get there? And just treat it as a series of, you know, putting, making it offers people can't refuse uh, or situations where you can't lose because you've got to just keep going uh, to get where you want to be.
1: Right, right, right.
2: Now. It takes really knowing
1: yourself to create a vision, right? You have to know your strengths and weaknesses and your talents and everything. And and it's aligned with who we are and what we really want. Do you think I, – I find that many people don't really know themselves or what they really want because they get distracted by, say, trends or – you know what everybody else is doing or having or social media or Mm -hmm. um whatever distracts you from your own personal desire you know whatever you know there's so many distractions so how do you how do you feel about that about people knowing like being reflective and knowing themselves and kind of going back to the same question as to why why people don't do it but you know uh Let me just wrap it up by saying, you know, it takes really knowing yourself to create a vision, and really
2: knowing what you want. Do you find people know that, or do yeah? I mean, I you hit on a lot of things there, and that part of it is it. But it has an underlying point: is with social media, uh, the the next generation is really looking. They don't even really know what they want. They there's a lot of things that they see out there where other people want, and they think they want that, but maybe they really don't want that. And knowing what, you know, and as far as strengths and weaknesses are concerned, I'm sitting here, I'm like, you know, I don't really like to think about weaknesses because weaknesses are areas that you can improve upon. But I like to think of it more as preferences and your strengths are generally what you prefer to focus on anyway. Right. So that, that will help guide you. Um, you know, if you find yourself wanting to achieve a goal and you have some big deficit in an area, yes, you can. But um, you can probably improve in that area. But really go with what you like to do, what you feel comfortable doing, and you'll be a success with that because you'll be passionate about it and right. nobody'll force you to have to do it. Right. That's so important, passion, right? Yeah. And like you said,
1: um I love that say what is it, bloom where you're planted? Yeah. You you can make anything whatever you want, right? So there's a process of self discovery to clarify what's most important to us, right? Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of trial and error to find out what I like. Like, I I might be like, oh, do I like that? And I might try it and see. And so there's a lot of self-discovery that goes on, right? And, you know, you have to be aware of yourself to pick up on these things, right? Because a lot of people seem to go through life in autopilot and don't really, aren't really aware of what they're doing. They're just kind of doing it. Do you find that happens?
2: Definitely. And, and I would say COVID didn't help anything with that either, because I'd add another one to it, which is you've got to get out of your house. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hear the kids and they, and they'll say like, Oh, I'm going to work from home or I'm going to, you know, do, I want to do school from home. I want to work from home. I want to do everything from home. No, <laughs> I think it's <that's laughs> unhealthy. It's very unhealthy. You're never going to meet anybody.
0: Right. If you're
2: sitting on your bed, lay, you know, they're not even sitting upright. They're like laying, and it, it, they're not. Their body language isn't even conducive to learning or yeah. or growing. So you're, yes, you have to um, try things. You have to get out of your comfort zone to see what you like, what you don't like, and and then take it from there. You're never gonna yes. you're never gonna know until you try it. You can't just read a book about it or Hear about it and say, hmm, I don't think so. You got to try it right. things. Right, right,
1: right, right, right. That's so funny that you that you say people want to work from home. I I've gotten so much feedback. I thought everybody would be so happy working from home. I've got so much feedback
2: about people hating it. Oh, well, I'm not one of those people though. I love it, but I had a, I had a career before of being in the office. That's where I've met you know uh, great relationships in my life. Both you know, friendships and romantic relationships is, right. by, is through being out there, working and getting to meet people. And mm-hmm. also all the experiences of like, you know, uh, events, you know, conferences, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. You can't do those things in your house. You have to get out. Right.
1: Personal vision is very important um, to establishing you know, your goals and everything. But the wor- our worldview, what I define that as is a collection of attitudes, values, stories, and expectations we have of the world. Like how do you see the world? What's your worldview? Like I see the world as um, some place where everything happens for us, right? So some, you know, even bad things that happen, in the end, they're part of our journey, and they're meant to maybe change our direction or somehow do something for us. But I I have a good worldview. I feel like everything happens for us. That people are generally good. That uh, the world gives back if you give. If you give, you get. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. a, a relationship like that. How is how is your worldview, and how does it fit into your personal view?
2: Um, you know, I mean, the world—it's it, there's the the world of things we can't control. There's the world of the people we surround ourselves by. So the world is, you know, kind of ha- can have different definitions. Right. Um, I would say the world has gotten smaller in some respects, you know, since the pandemic, or mm-hmm. at, certainly during the pandemic, but even has lingering impact after the pandemic of not seeing other people as much as you know we might have in the past um that kind of thing um not because we're afraid of germs or anything but just because you got into a routine of doing whatever you did when now you have to get back out of that routine so but you know there's a lot of scary things happening in the world too and being a minority um you know myself you know um of the Jewish faith. I'm a female, those kinds of things. There's a lot of negativity out there. Um, you know, on the news you hear a lot about anti-Semitism and things like that. And that now they just said there's uh, warning, New Jersey, there's a, a credible threat to synagogues. You know, I mean, not that that's n- not been the case before, but it just seems like now things are, it seems like it's more, I don't know. Yeah, um,
1: definitely crime seems to be up. Yes, and so
2: you know, you just there is there is kind of in one respect you want to go out, another respect you want to hide your head in the sand um, and just you know create a little bubble of a world for yourself where everything's right. great. Right. So it's um, yeah, it's there's there's a lot going on <laughs> out there. And, uh, you know, you have to also, too, I think not watching the news as much is healthier than watching it too much um, so that you can, you know, keep a lot of positivity in, yeah. your, in your world, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I find um, sometimes, uh, you know, my, my personal vision is to spread love. <laughs> yeah, that's good. As <laughs> much as I can so I yeah. I find that to be my purpose do you find that it's a lot of work to you know maintain your personal vision
2: um, not for me it's mm-hmm. not because you know I have a good work life balance and it can be on autopilot a lot of times so right. you know there's just you know um, I try to i mean yes you if if you don't plan things for yourself, whether that be exercise, right? you have to like for me, I want to you know have that time to myself. I mean, I do it with my husband, but um you know where i every day, ten o'clock, I do my online boxing class, then at five o'clock when the work day is over we go for a bike ride, you know, that kind of thing. And there's a lot of like, I find those times very cleansing because, you know, and it just frees you for that time. You're thinking about positive things. You're working on yourself. You're working on, you know, and I, I think I heard somewhere that you cannot be depressed if when you're exercising. It's just, it's impossible. Right. <laughs> something with the right. endorphins. So right. I think exercise and things like that help, you know, get everything, get you in the next place. I'm not saying it's the cure for things, but it it definitely should be part of the daily life um, just because it's healthy all the way around, mentally and physically. Mm -hmm.
1: Now, can I ask you what people or what resources or what has inspired your personal vision? Um,
2: Definitely... My family, I mean, and, and in some way, um, you know, growing up, just like I said, just um, not every family is perfect. And sometimes a personal vision can come from seeing things you don't like and wanting to do the opposite. Oh, that's a good uh, so point. It's that, it's that kind of thing where I saw things I didn't like, um, you know, obviously my parents got divorced and um, also, you know, just that feeling of needing to not rely on, you know, being self-dependent, uh, independent, you know, like I used to have this saying when I was a single mom and uh, we had, I had a mouse problem. I say we, it was me. I had a mouse problem in the house, <laughs> and and I'd had, you know, set traps and all the and then the mice would be in the traps and I'd have to go and, you know, take the dead, mouse, <laughs> the dead mice
1: <laughs> and put them in the
2: garbage, you know, and I just kept saying to myself, well, I got to do it. Nobody's coming. So that's my, my expression of life. Live your life like nobody's coming and just do what you got to do. And, you know, that's, that's how I've been able to be and have the vision because I did have these different experiences. You know, I saw my parents getting divorced. I got divorced. You know, now I'm happily married. But all of that has formed who I am. Right. Your
1: experiences and everything. So so it's evolved into... From family. Well,
2: yeah. Yeah. Seeing, yeah. From seeing very... You're, I think you're a product of what happens, you know, very close to you. <laughs> That's that's good. yeah. That I think I, I
1: actually think that we can't really know anything until we experience it. Like, I
2: think that's how we know things through well, our experience. But you have to put your hand in the fire to know it's going to hurt. No, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to experience everything. I also can learn from other people's experiences. I yes. don't. I don't. I see things and I know I don't want that for me right? Uh, right. and that kind of thing. So it's, for me, it's more of a, a mix. You know, certainly yeah. ex- experiencing something firsthand leaves one kind of impression versus observation. That's but true. You can, you can learn from both. That's true. That's very true.
1: Okay. Now you are part of a very loving marriage. Now, when you're developing your uh, personal vision, how do you do it with a partner? Now, your personal vision is your personal vision. Of course, it's going to include the people that are important to you, but how do you develop a personal vision when you have a partner?
2: Well, that's how, the you know, when I got engaged to Tom, um, my husband, He he, he you know, didn't like that I was traveling so much and said he wanted me to come work at his company and so that was not part of my personal vision for myself. (laughs) It was like what you know and you know I that was a there was a lot of trust there to have to leave you know my own path and then start a different path. Luckily it's the same industry so um, you know I was able to like I said bloom where I was planted, which was this new thing. But, um, you know, we do other things. We have our own joint vision, if you will, for our lives. So you have the personal vision of who you want to be. And if you're not fulfilled in that way, then your marriage isn't going to be happy. Right. Right. So everybody's going to be happy as an individual. And then together you can, you know, be happy and find, have a vision as a couple as well so um you know otherwise you're going in different directions and yeah, you know, the visions aren't always right. going to right. align but right. so um for us um you know we like to do things right so i said you know what with everything in the 2020 and coming back to life in 2021 i said why don't we uh do one overnight trip a month somewhere it doesn't have to even be anywhere you take a plane to or anything like that. Right. So we did that and we're in the process of doing it. Um, it. Here it is November. I've got a December down and a November trip plan, but it's, I mean, it can be as simple as like, Oh, we're going to go to try out this new hotel um, over in Huntington. Right. And, and mm-hmm. spend the night there. And when the one in Northport opens, we'll go spend a the night there. And oh, yeah. it's just, it breaks you from your routine and it gets you focused on each other. So that's part of our shared vision for ourselves is to find time for each other. And that definitely does take work If when you're sitting there thinking about your own personal visions. You've got to have a shared vision that is on this relationship and how to, you know, make it the best it can be. Right.
1: Well, that's awesome. Well, you you have success in all areas of your life. And before we go, do you have any wisdom to
2: share with everyone about- um probably the all the things that anybody would say would be like major life events that have happened to them like my parents divorce, my marriage, my divorce, my you know, having a baby, all those things. Those are the things that really are uh, things that test or alter or refine your vision. Because at those points, some of the players have changed, some of the the factors have changed. And so, you know, you just have to roll with it. But it doesn't mean, it doesn't have to mean compromise who you are. You know, never compromise. You're not going to be happy if you don't find ways. Of getting there and maybe it's not a straight line maybe you have to make a left and a right and there's a detour but you can still have good days and um, make progress towards your goals
1: mm-hmm. even
2: when you do have a detour and right. I have to say another thing too this is just a side, is dogs I think pets are really important for um, for me you know having mm-hmm. um, a dog, and uh, it just is very. It's like helps my mental health. Oh my yeah. gosh,
1: I I had a dog. I, well, I've had a couple of dogs, but I had a dog just recently die last year,
2: uh-huh. and I have
1: to tell you, my life feels a little empty without it because. I that was I live alone, so you know that was my source of love. <laughs> yes. You know, I would get and give a lot of love to that dog, and now I yes. feel a little lost.
2: So I agree with you there. A, a big part of the day is spent on this dog. Where is he? Yeah. You know, yeah. Where is he? Is he eating? Is he drinking? Does he have to go to the bathroom? Oh, let me right. pet him. Oh, he wants to play. You know, like so. Even uh, you know, but it's it's a good it's a good thing. I mean, and it's just you know. Uh, well, giving love, uh, right? We Giving
1: love, does, don't they tell you by helping others and by giving love, you feel better?
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, I, and that's, that's part of, you know, my thing, too, is like one person at a time. Just try to make a difference. Wherever you see an opportunity, you have to look for the opportunities. Opportunities don't always raise their hand. You have to look right. and say, ah, here's a situation. What can yeah. I do to make this person's life better or right. help them with this issue? And, you know, like, um, you know, recently uh, a friend, uh, my mother's friend, you know, um, had diagnosed with uh, cancer and things and I, uh, I, there's nothing I can do, right? But but I can give them tickets to the Engelman and maybe they can have a nice night out or, you know, yeah. something like that. and then you, you, you find ways Every you know whatever you can do to make someone's life a little bit better, right? If something comes your way, it's not by coincidence. It's it's a test in a way to see mm-hmm. what, how are you going to respond and how are you going to be, you know, the best right. person. Be. Everything is
1: it. It is an opportunity that you know that we have to identify. And I, I feel that it takes a lot of self reflection and self-work before you can do what you're saying. And that is, we also talked about this, you know, expanding your paradigm to include community and not just, you know, your your particular your personal circle, right? right? To expanding out to the community and to the world is so important, I think. But yet you can't do it until you
2: yourself are a solid stable, happy person, right? everything in place for yourself. But yes, right. Like Giving Tuesday, right, which is coming up. Every year, I uh, pick three or four charities to donate to uh, on Giving Tuesday. And they're all things related to things in my life. So my dad, before he died, used to benefit from Meals on Wheels over in Florida. And he would be so excited, looking forward to the food being delivered and you Know who's going to come to the door and drop his sandwich off, and oh, what did he get a uh, chocolate? You know, right? All this. so every year I donate to Palm Beach, West Palm Beach Meals on Wheels, where he lived. I, um, he also had heart disease, so I just donate to the Heart Association, and then I've had cancer in the family, Cancer Association, and just other you know, uh, well, ASC you staff.
1: reach out so much more than that, too. I mean, you. You help the people that work for you. You provide a livelihood for so many people. And you, you know, I mean, you help me. You, you help, I mean, just in your daily life. Like, you're not even, you know what I mean?
2: Consciously, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, that's part of also, too, um, why I want to work for a long time because I feel a responsibility to the people at my company to make sure that there's a company there for them to earn a living at, you know? And and so I want to keep the integrity and, you know, everything going as long as, as I can, because I do feel a responsibility towards them who help me every day. And, you know, uh, we can't. Well, that's an amazing
1: quality in a leader to feel that way. So I
2: hope they feel that from you. I'm sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> we try to appreciate, show we have employee appreciation. We try to do something once a quarter. Um, where one time we had everybody gets a pizza, and so we have a lot of remote employees, who so are sending them pizzas to their house. <laughs> and from oh the my gosh, that's so cool. That's So we we try, we try. You know, mm-hmm. we're not perfect, and we learn. Every, all of this is learning, right? Nobody's um, done. But, right. Um, yeah. I um.
1: I love that song. It's called Masterpiece, and it uh. It says, "I'm still working on my masterpiece," and that's what it is. Right. That's what life is. It's our masterpiece, and it's a work in progress. For sure. For sure. For sure. Well, thank you so much for joining me and sharing your personal vision and your world vision. Um. You have definitely achieved so much success, and you're very inspiring. And um, I really thank you for,
2: for joining me today. You're welcome, Jane. And I think you're inspiring, too, because you're so, you know, introspective and uh, all that you're doing for yourself. And you're very giving of yourself to others, too. So I'm right back at you. <laughs> Aw, thank you. <laughs> okay, take care. Right,
0: thanks. Bye-bye. Bye directly following the podcast, listen to the song Whatever It Takes by Imagine Dragons. Enjoy.